Cool. Let's go. Let's go. We are. Oh, that that beep would have been really loud and terrible. I'm guessing. We'll add that to the intro. Or a beep. Yeah, right at the end. Beep. <laughs> like, like the bongs on the News of Ten or something. Yeah. They don't, I don't even know if they do that anymore. I, I don't know. It might be part of the intro music. But I'm yeah. sure some hipsters have got hold of it. <laughs> sure they have. I'm sure they have. Um, so uh, I'm going to lead with a question from, uh, from a listener. Okay. Ooh, that sounds good, doesn't it? It does sound good. We've got <laughs> listeners already. We've got listeners already. Yeah, we got victims who we are experimenting on. That's probably a more apt description of who they, who and what they are. Yes, it does. Yes. Um, and it was around, um, well, it was, you could kind of group it in, actually, um, to some degree, because they, they're definitely linked. It was around veganism. It was around plant proteins mm-hmm. and also kind of dehydrated foodstuffs and okay. su- supplements. Yep. Those kind of good things. Okay. Um, and obviously they do tend to be quite linked because when, yeah. when you move to a vegan diet, um, the body's need for protein mm-hmm. has to be fulfilled. Mm. And so that was kind of the question was what are, what are the best, you know, vegan proteins to get? Mm-hmm. What are, what, what are, our opinions on dehydrated foodstuffs, mm. all these kind of things, mm-hmm. um, which it is quite an interesting topic. However, I, I would preface that I'm not overly uh, well educated in that field. Yeah, neither am I. Because I'm not a vegan. Yep. Um, I occasionally, arguably, have a vegan meal, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Cool. But I also eat meat, and mm. I probably eat meat on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does it does raise the point of, you know, how do is is veganism healthy? Mm. There's a lot of documentaries out these days that there say is. it definitely is. Yeah, and they're sort of blaming uh, the meat culture for everything that's going wrong in the world. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, there's quite a heavy emphasis, I think, mm. um, on that front. Which I think when you look at kind of commercial meat farming, mm. then yeah, that's a massive problem. Mm. But equally, um, feeding the world mm. is a bit of an issue. Yeah, because even a vegan diet requires large areas of land to be sort of farmland. Yeah. So it's still, it still has an environmental impact. It's just not one that we have necessarily like years of data on to be able to look back on and say, oh, the methane's clearly going up because pe- there's more people in the world, more people eating more meat. Yes. Veganism is a relatively new, broad, I don't, I don't want to use mainstream as a word, but adopted by many. Yes. But that's only kind of maybe in the last five, ten years. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a, gained a lot of popularity mm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, and I, I don't have anything wrong with people who decide not to eat yeah. meat products. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess my, my issue with any uh, diet is when it becomes um, some sort of... Uh, be all and end all. Be all and end all. Thank you for filling the gap in my that's brain. Right. All good. <laughs> Golden panacea. You know, this, yeah. this, yeah, this is perfect. Mm. Um, because the body's always in a state of fluctuation, mm-hmm. unless you're dead, mm. then it's not so fluctuating. <laughs> and, and so what we find, why, 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 why you shake your head no? <laughs> well, it's definitely, yeah, once you're dead. 
Um, so yeah, it's always in fluctuation, which means it's, it's needs and stresses are always changing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we get, obviously as a, as a creature, we love repetition, we love comfort, we mm-hmm. love habit. Mm-hmm. And so we stumble across a diet mm-hmm. that all of a sudden seems to work for us. Yes. Um, I've immediately got a question though. Yeah. Um, can we say that the diet itself worked? Or is it the elimination of stuff in a previous diet that wasn't working? What actually has a greater impact? The elimination or like the complete shift? Yeah, so that, that's a very interesting point because I have read some um, data which shows, you know, people who change diet because they were having digestive issues, mm-hmm. right? So they went from A to B mm. and it, it almost doesn't matter what they change mm. from and to. Mm-hmm. So long as they make a significant change, they see health improvements and mm-hmm. and, and uh, feel much better only for a period of time. Yep. And then their symptoms seem to come back. Okay. Even though they haven't changed their diet, either, they, they've stuck on this new diet. Yeah. But then their biology kind of went, yeah, okay, I'm now going to gain the same issues. Yeah. I Is mean, that an environmental thing? So you can't necessarily heal in the same environment you got ill in. It, it, it could be, yeah. Yeah, it could be. Interesting. So I guess in a nutshell, I'd, I'd, I do uh, have issue with someone who would declare their diet, you know, perfect. Yep. And yeah, I'm not going to change it because I've, I've found this way that works for me. Mm. Yeah, it, it has worked for you. Mm. It may stop working mm. for you. So just be open to that mm. idea that it's not perfect. It's not the end diet mm. that will see you through. But recognize when the body is calling for it. Yes. And then do that diet for as long as the body's kind of like, yeah, this is what I need right now. And then there's going to be a shift, yeah. either seasonal, uh, emotional. Yes. Loads of shifts. Because I know a lot of people that say, um, you know, if you want to get more uh, sensitive in touch emotionally mm. and these kind of things, actually avoiding meat products seems to be quite useful, quite okay. a powerful thing. Is that because the majority of meat stuff, we're quite lucky in the UK, but the majority of meat stuff is quite hormone loaded, sort of almost man altered meat. It's not what, it's not free range. It's not, yeah. it's not good quality meat. I, I, I think we're just, we're def- definitely hypothesizing yes. on this one for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe because meat is quite tr- tough on the digestive system. So mm. perhaps it takes a bit of energy out mm. of the system. Mm. So, you know, it's depleting maybe other uh senses yeah. you know because it's just putting a drain on the on mm. the body mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know but but there's certainly enough uh evidence yeah. to suggest that yeah if you want to get a little bit more in touch emotionally and spiritually mm-hmm. actually cutting meat out is is a way to go wow for a period of time yeah a period of time mm. Yeah, so so many questions. So many questions. Yeah. Um. So uh, supplements, and it's it's probably worth touching upon supplements because people love a supplement. And actually, this this came up, didn't it, the other day it did. on the, at the dinner table? It did. We were talking about vitamin C. Yeah. And what is vitamin C, and if it can actually be supplemented, right? Or if it is only produced in the body? Yeah. Kind of. There's there's some interesting avenues that you could go down in terms of lines of thinking yeah i think some supplementation is good as long as it's not long term right 
because sometimes you need a little bit of extra something. So how do you identify like a good supplement? I don't know. I know how to maybe narrow down the search of when you're trying to buy one, but actually saying this supplement works for me, I don't know. Okay. Is that the placebo effect coming in? I don't know. Mm. In, in case, like that whole thing of, oh, I've bought a really good supplement. This, this vitamin does this to the body mm-hmm. and then you start seeing it. Yeah. Is that actually the vitamin or is that the placebo effect? Yeah. It doesn't really matter because obviously the benefit is happening. So that's the important thing. But where is that benefit truly coming from? Right. So how do you search for a, how, do, how would you go about finding a good supplement or a vitamin? Food um, derived as okay. much as possible. Yeah. So whether that's come from uh, purposely grown food, yeah. like oranges, and then they actually um, pull the vitamin C from the orange. Yes. I would aim for food derived yeah. if I can. Yeah. Um, otherwise, it, I would try and look into how are they made? Where is, it, where is it coming from? Yeah. What's the actual raw ingredient that they're putting in? It's a bit like, I don't really like table salt. Mm-hmm. When I say like that's sort of, yeah, the, the cheap stuff. Yes, it tastes like salt. It's a little bit bitter. It, it does what it says on the tin, but it's not salt. Mm. It just tastes like salt. Yeah. That's kind of where the problem starts. Yes. Same thing with vitamins. Yes, that is vitamin C. But it, it's, it's not what your body knows is vitamin C. So how do you expect your body to do something with it? Yeah, ke- chemically, it's ascorbic acid. Yes. However, it was produced Yes. It was made by man in a lab as opposed to made by man extracting it from a fruit vegetable mm-hmm. source. Yes. So can your body recognize something that is different in that way? Mm-hmm. And, and the evidence would kind of suggest that it can. Just really low dose. Yeah. So if you're taking 1,000 milligrams of whatever, and that is an acceptable dose, um, you might only absorb like 20% of that. Yeah. So you're still getting some, and some is better than none. Yeah. But yeah, I would like to be able to absorb maybe 80%. Mm. I mean, that, that would be amazing. That's value for money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and from my sort of research on supplements, um, the ones that are food-derived mm. shout about it. Mm, they really do. And, and the ones that clearly are not, you know, it just it won't say, it just sort of says, yeah, this is vitamin yeah. C or ascorbic acid or whatever it is. Yeah. And if it's not shouting food derived then you know it's synthetically Mm. uh developed Mm. but yeah the bioavailability is definitely the key it is component and i don't i mean uh, there are products that claim high bioavailability Mm -hmm. which i'm not sure how they do that like Mm -hmm. i'm not sure how they test for that yeah because once i ingest it then it's up to my body to decide whether it's going to absorb it right Mm. and if i have uh poor digestion or leaky gut syndrome, you mm-hmm. know, these, these kind of uh, issues where actually the gut's not absorbing stuff very readily, mm. then it doesn't, well, it does matter if it's something, something is highly bioavailable, but at the same time, it's like, ah, oh, my body's, I, I don't know how much of that my body's going to take up. Mm. Like, it's really tricky. It is. And again, that kind of comes back to your question of how do you know if it's working? Mm. Like, how, how do you actually know? Yeah. Because... 
take vitamin C for an example. A lot of people say you need to supplement vitamins. No, not vitamin C, vitamin D. Mm. Vitamin D in the wintertime, um, there's just not enough sun for our bodies to produce natural vitamin D, so you need to supplement it. Yeah. But then some people say that you should never use synthetic vitamin D yeah. because your body just won't be able to do anything with it. So you're actually just taking something for the sake of taking it. Yes. I don't even think then the placebo effect kicks in. Maybe it will for some people. Yeah. But then is it truly a vitamin C deficiency or do we need to look at the other processes in the body to say, Maybe it's bioavailable copper, for instance. Mm-hmm. Like, how do we? How do you actually determine? <laughs> yes, we have the op- opportunity of the NHS to do blood tests and things like that. But for a real in-depth screening, I mean, you're probably going to have to pay for a private you're blood def- test. You're definitely going to have to pay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then you'd need a couple. You'd need to draw a picture of maybe one blood test a month for six months to actually see what's going on in the body mm-hmm. before you start really making decisions on what you're supplementing yeah i uh, naively and i'll just put that out there um i always think a, a supplement should be like some sort of elixir okay i you know let's say you take it for a week mm. you kind of, damn i feel better mm. and equally when you drop it out of mm. the system you know hmm i'm not feeling so good since i've stopped doing that mm. like good cbd oil as an example yes like if I take that stuff, I sleep better. Not okay. that not that I sleep badly, yeah. but I sleep better with it. Mm. Like it's almost instantaneous. Wow! So you know, I'll, I'll take three drops tonight yeah. before going to bed. Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to sleep good. What strength are you doing? Uh, Fifteen. Okay. Fifteen percent. Yeah, that's cool. But then you, you don't become dependent on it. So you would only cycle it in on the nights when you're like, I need a, a slightly better sleep tonight. Precisely. Okay. Yeah. So last night was a good example. Yeah. Um, knew I was getting up early this morning. Mm. So it's like, okay, my hours in bed due to kind of mm-hmm. finishing work, not late, but not early either, mm-hmm. means that I'm going to bed probably not optimal. Mm-hmm. So I need to ensure that I'm sleeping mm. quite really well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, three drops, boom. Amazing. Yeah. And that's literally just before bed. Yeah, literally just kind of getting into bed, like three drops in, Amazing. away we go. How long are you holding it in the mouth and stuff, would you say? Um, yeah, minutes probably, okay. and, until like there's a good amount of saliva buildup as well. Mm. Yeah. Cool. So I always think a supplement should be, yeah, yeah. quite a bit of a, a, an aha. Mm. I'm taking something wonderful. Yes. Um, and the body's rewarding me for it. Yeah. 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 That's probably why a varied diet is so important. Like everyone thinks a varied diet is important, but that's why a varied diet is so important. Yes. Because of uh, water-soluble vitamins that we can only get through eating certain things. And yeah. then you get um, fat, no, yeah, fat-soluble vitamins that, again, you only get through eating certain things. Then you come back to the whole vegan diet. Mm. A lot of vitamins that humans need come from fat-soluble sources. Yeah. Ideally meat. Yes. So how do you get that in a vegan diet? It's yeah it's a bit more challenging mm. yeah you you definitely have to um you know cover the bases on the amino acids mm. and yeah again you know a lot of people using like pea proteins mm-hmm. which is cool but then if you've got an issue like with legumes yeah. you know, dietarily uh, you might, maybe you're going to avoid the pea protein yeah a lot of people go for soy protein but that soy protein mm. is like heavily heavily processed mm. in order to get it there and again, it kind of comes back to that. How close is it to a food mm-hmm. as a supplement? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how much has man had to get involved in order to put it on your plate? Mm. 
you know, read, read ingredients lists. Mm. You know, can you, can you read the list? Can you understand the list? Yep. And simplistically, can you understand the list? Yep. I.e., if you read the list to a five-year-old, they would just nod their head and go, yeah, I like bananas. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, yeah. as opposed to monodiglycerides of, you, a what? Yeah. Yeah, really long science name and you're like, but why? Yeah. Why do you need an acidity regulator? Yeah. <laughs> that sort of thing. Yeah, so you really have to s- simplify it again. That's, that's kind of why I preface that I am a simple person mm. because the body's quite simple as well. Mm. We don't need, uh, the tongue does not need to do gymnastics. <laughs> <laughs> unless, that, unless you're into that. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it could be good rehab. Yeah, could be. <laughs> So what about dried fruit? <clears throat> dried fruit. Sorry, not dried fruit. Food, is that something that you said at the beginning? Yeah, like dehydrated. Dehydrated, okay. Yeah. And again, I think um, I think there's a place for that kind yeah. of stuff. Exercise. It's great during exercise, I think. Mm. Endurance exercises, mm-hmm. long bike rides, stuff like that. Mm. Bit of dehydrated fruit yeah. or veg if you want to. Yeah. Great. The sugar content actually goes up when you dehydrate it, which is really interesting. Yes, a lot of people are like, I oh, know it'd be the same. No, sugar, um, like it goes up a lot. I don't, it I have no numbers, yeah. but I know it goes it, up. Yeah, it does go up. Which is why a lot of people then recommend that you rehydrate yes. the, the dried fruit. So soak it overnight. I know it seems weird, right? It's super I'm going to buy dried fruit and then I'm rehydrating it. But yeah, people do that. I've never tried that. Does it work? Have you tried it? Yeah, yeah, it works. Oh, cool. Yeah, absolutely. Huh. It's, it, you know, it's no different from kind of you want to make a moist fruit cake or something mm. then you soak that dried fruit mm. like normally in alcohol to okay. make the cake really tasty but you know <laughs> it, it, it adds moisture back in right? okay that's cool which can often make it a bit easier on someone's digestive yes. system yeah, yeah. weirdly how do you feel about fermented fruit food not even fruit um, <laughs> how do you feel about fermented you, stuff you need to lay into the south african accent please to, to get away with that how do you feel about the fruit? Maybe next time. Yeah. Sorry, what was the question? How do you feel about fermented food? Yeah. Um, I am a fan of fermented foods. Because I, I hear good and bad things. So someone who maybe is in a state of chronic stress and stuff, they mm-hmm. shouldn't really be having it, mm-hmm. which is really interesting because it's good. Yeah, I think... One of the things that I probably would say about fermented foods is they're strong. Mm. They're powerful. Mm. Like, okay. There's a lot of stuff in there. And I, I think maybe that's where people go wrong. Okay. Is oh, they have a big pile. Yeah. You should just have a little bit. Yeah, just okay. take a small amount. Okay. And just don't, maybe don't have that stuff every day. Okay. Like if, if you've got digestive issues. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely go for it. But you take it easy. Mm. You know, remember, remember it's a physiological stress for more than the time it's in the mouth. Mm-hmm. That's going to last two, three days. Yep. So have a little bit now, mm. but then don't touch it. Let's see what happens in the body. Mm. Whereas people go, people go a little bit mad because you buy a product, it's going to go off. Yes. So there's that, that level of consume, consume, consume. Value for money. Yeah. No waste and all those good things. Yeah, which, you know, let's be honest with with some fermented foods you open the packet it, it will say on there you know consume within a week mm. uh that might not be great for your body to do that yeah like if it's not familiar with it 
you're going to have to open the packet and then give it away to someone because mm. you've had one serving. Yeah. You know, so find a community of people who need the fermented food groups and say, Share yeah, it. I've yeah. taken my meals worth for the next three days. Yeah. Who else wants some? Mm. Like that would be the way I would r- introduce kind of strong, okay. strong products like that. Slowly, slowly. That would just be amazing to have a community that actually did that. Yeah. I'm sure there are. It'd yeah. be amazing to find one and actually be involved in it. Yeah. Get, get access to some slightly different food constantly from like different cultures and, and all those things. It'd be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like a, just a, yeah, not, it's like a digital bring and buy. Yeah. Not even a bring and buy actually, just a bring and share. Yeah. Bring like, and share. I'm trying this product yeah. because I know it's, or I've been told it, mm. it's going to be good for me. Mm-hmm. However, there's no way I'm going to eat all of this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try some kimchi. I only need 200 yeah. grams. It yeah. comes in a kilo yeah. sort of serving. Yeah. Who wants some? Yeah. That'd be amazing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, I'm a big fan of fermented food. Okay, Definitely. Cool. I was as well. It's just, I'd, I'd heard that people need to be cautious around them. Yeah. But that, that explains why. But I think that's, with I think anything. that's pertinent with any dietary change, mm. which is why people don't like, or the consistency of staying on a diet is really mm. hard. Because too often people go from black to white. Yes. And and kind of, you know, it, it feeds them really well for a short period of time and then they just slip back. Mm. It's like too much change. Yeah. Too much radical change. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you've hooked habits onto eating certain things at certain times of the day as almost, well, maybe some people have, as like an escapism. Mm. A bit like some people go and make a cup of tea. Some people go have a sandwich. And like, that's what they do like that at 10 o'clock every day. Like that's their thing. Yeah. And you strip that of them. Yes. Or they've stripped that of themselves. So all of a sudden they're now confronting a bit of them that's actually asking for something and they're unable to give it to themselves. Mm. So it's that whole like emotional trauma that you put yourself through. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, big fan of fermented foods. Dehydrated foods is cool. Um, what about like, uh, I'll, I'll describe it as NASA food. <laughs> So, so you know, it may have been become powdered mm. that you just like add water to or whatever. Mm. Like, have you got any you got any opinion on that kind of stuff? I understand why they did it to put it in space. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think you can really look at that and say that's healthy for a human body. Mm. Although, yes, it contains all the vitamins and minerals and substances that humans need. Yes, there's some things that are lacking, like the physical fiber. Yeah, of of the things that you're chewing and passing. <laughs> sort of going into the digestive system and working all together to, to help digest other stuff. and Yeah. Like, Even that process, right, mastication, mm. the process of chewing. Like we we know from, actually, the school did teach me something. Oh, I could go tell your dad. I did learn something at school. <laughs> Careful. Yeah. He'll test you. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe I won't say anything. You know, that actually the act of chewing, mm. the produ- production of amylase in the, in the mouth, mm. you know, that, that actually helps digestion in the mouth mm. and then obviously stimulates the gut. Mm-hmm. So if you're consuming a lot of food stuff that bypasses that, mm. i.e. you've just, you know, it's a smoothie, it's a drink or mm. whatever, and that's a regular source of nutrition for you, mm. perhaps you are missing out on a vital component of mm-hmm. the act of eating, yep. consuming nutrients. Yeah, you almost have to chew the liquid. Yeah. You have to trick your body into thinking, I've got food. Yeah, here comes some to, food. To start the engine. Yes. Because otherwise you're just, yeah, you're putting putting stuff in when it's not ready. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. And again, the body will deal with it, but you're going to slow everything down. Well, it has to start some stuff up and right. figure some stuff out. Yeah. You know, I like, um, who's an uh, American naturopath, um, David Getoff. He, you know, he's quite an advocate for kind of cleansing the system, mm -hmm. like taking all the sort of uh, preservatives and mm -hmm. man-made foods out of the body and putting in just kind of naturally grown food produce. Mm -hmm. One of the things he says, though, if you start getting detox effects, headaches, yep. digestive problems, actually stop, stop on the plan. Yeah. Go back to the way you were eating for a day or two days so that your symptoms go mm -hmm. away mm -hmm. and then start again. Okay. So you're actually doing a stop-start process, almost like, uh, again, my terrible analogy of the hot bath. Yep. You put your toe in and you go, oh, that's really hot. You pull your toe out mm. and then you put your toe in again. It's still really hot, but it's a bit better. Mm -hmm. and, it, you know, and that process goes on until you put your toe in and you go, oh, that's fine. Yep. So the same thing from like a detox off of poor food is actually in, out, in, out. Uh, oh, I'm no longer getting the headache and, mm. you know, which is sensible. Yeah. But it requires strict compliance. And time and dedication as yeah. well. Yeah. Wow. But that's the way it does sound like the correct way of doing it. Yeah. Yeah, unless you want to go through trauma yeah because then uh, the problem with going through trauma is i think then you will uh, hold some negativity to the path that you're trying to go down mm. yeah you started off on a bad foot already yeah. yeah well i didn't feel this crap when i ate crap mm. and now i'm eating really well yeah it's still going to take some time though still going to take some time mm. yeah yeah the body doesn't change that quickly no which it did. I mean, it's great at keeping you alive, so it will change instantly to keep you alive. Yeah. But then it's going to take a long time to go back to normal. Yes. Or what it was before. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that's good. That's some good stuff right there. <laughs> Is that cutting the mustard? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah. Do you want to uh, grab a coffee? Absolutely. Amazing.